Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of Dads and Dice. Dads and Dice. You show up for the dice, but you stay for the dad jokes. My name is Ryan Stewart. I'm your humble DM for the evening, and I am joined by five of the finest D&D players this side of the Mississippi. We've got Dustin. We've got Justin. We've got Greg. We've got Kristen. And last but certainly not least, we've got Brandon. Some fine players, some fine role players, some fine combatters, and we are so happy to have you guys with us tonight. Uh, very quick, very brief, uh, before we jump in, I just have a couple of things that I want to cover before we hop into tonight's session. First, a uh, huge shout out to the Tailspire modding Discord and the Tailspire devs and their support of the Discord. Um, we've been able to create some really cool things and and you guys have been able to see that as we've poured into it and been able to develop it that uh, is they've been really helping out dustin with his uh efforts in bumping our production quality up and and the viewing experience so huge thank you to all of those guys out there um thank you to tales tavern uh, the website where we get a lot of our pre-built assets from that the amazing Tailspire community's built. Uh, without them, it would probably quadruple the amount of time I spend building stuff in Tailspire. Uh, so thank you guys so much for that. A uh, huge shout out to Tails Tavern. Also, if you guys want to support the stream um, and get some cool shirts on the way, uh, I believe in the channel description we have some links out to our Teespring where Matt, our buddy, has designed some really sick graphics for some shirts, some class-specific stuff. Uh, really cool. Uh, so feel free to go check that out if you'd like. Uh, with all that being said, let's recap uh, last week. Our players finally, at long last, made their way to the mansion of Mordai Vel, Velgard Manor, to have... An evening of communication, chatting. Basically, they got wined and dined by uh, Mordai Vell, the, the, the leader of the Merchants Guild in the newly rebuilding city of Neverwinter. Uh, he does that by day, but by night, he's one of the cult leaders uh, of the cult of the Ashmedai. Uh, so he's linked up pretty tight with old Asmodeus, and our party was aware of that going in. They did not know what to expect. Uh, however, uh, with their with with their dukes up, they they came in ready for a fight, and all Mordaivel wanted to do, it seems, was talk. And talk he did. He he seemed to know quite a bit about our party, uh, and he made a very simple request of them. One gentleman who's been giving him trouble. Eldon Vargas, also known as the Tormentor, has been going around causing issues in the city of Neverwinter, dominating people with the power of the Abolethic Sovereignty, something about the Song of Madness. He is interfering with Mordaivel's operation, and he has instructed the party to go and take care of him, pointed them in the direction of Helm's Hold, and in return... They want nothing, and in return, he has offered to remove, to, to pay for a shaman to come in and remove the tattoos off of the pelt of our beloved bugbear, Fior. 
Um, truly a, a massive undertaking for something like that. Certainly not cheap. And so our party, after much deliberation and careful consideration of the positives, the negatives, they did decide in Freya and Nini's room that they would accept. The moment that the decision was made, a rapping at the door and a servant girl bringing on a on a pile of freshly folded towels a note from someone with the initials MV pointing them in the direction of Helmshold. That is where we left our party off, I assume, unless <clears throat> further deliberation needs to be made. A fresh, uh, a fresh night's sleep has been in order. I've changed my mind. Let's re-talk about all that. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <clears throat> all right. So let me let me do a couple things here. So you guys awaken. I assuming your well, respective. I'll- Oh, okay. I'll, I'll yes. say, um, you know, good night's rest is what we all needed. I would have retreated back to my room, and yes. um, <clears throat> under the cover of my room, I would cast invisibility on myself, and okay. I would leave to go to the Driftwood Tavern. Okay. Here. Do you I'll, have another I'll spell need... slot? That's my last spell slot of the night. <laughs> oh yeah, you just get two <laughs> spells. Period. <laughs> yeah, you get what? Just because he's a warlock, you assume Don't he's out of spell slots. <laughs> actually, oh, actually, hold on. We would we would have assumed we had a short rest discussing everything before bed, right? That was not a restful discussion. Uh, you yes, uh, like you guys didn't just okay. We're going to Mordivell's. Uh, we're going to do his bidding. Good night, everyone. Y'all would have certainly had time to discuss. So then, I still have a spell slot. I'd like to counterspell his invisibility. I'm in my own room. I don't, I don't know. Care. He was he was very intentional. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Sorry. <clears throat> I'm trying to find some music to, to fit the mood here. <laughs> Shout out to Telspire. Man. Providing us with great music. Whoa. Let's see. Great, go. yeah. You're super. Okay. You okay. used to hold up your hand behind your head as you show off your makeup palette, your Anastasia <laughs> there, palette. Oh yes. Uh, right. jo- join us on out. Wednesday nights with Kristen's makeup streams. I can't do another <laughs> night. I've been in too many D and D streams. <laughs> you are in a lot of D and D games. Okay. So, um, how long does invisibility last? It's one hour, correct? <clears throat> yeah, one hour. Okay, uh, you certainly do not have to um, bust hump to get over to uh, the Driftwood Tavern. Um, but you do have to traverse through a, a fairly still mobile city. So uh, give me a, a stealth check with advantage, of, of course. All right. That is a 24. 24. Okay, no problem couple close calls you have to duck under some carts <clears throat> skirt to the side it's 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 very different maneuvering through a city a very populated area while you're invisible people yeah. won't avoid you however with a couple of close calls you do make your way carefully and quietly to 
the front door of the Driftwood Tavern. Um, <clears throat> and just to not, like, you know, I'd wait for someone to naturally go in uh-huh. and just quickly shift in behind them. Very And then good. once the door is shut, drop invisibility because Lennox <laughs> sees this as a safe place. Very good. Okay. Yep. So the door opens and uh, actually the sound of some space filling music, some 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 revelry uh, greets you as you open the door and a and a and a fairly rough, tall looking fella, scars on his face, uh, you know, typical sailor type. As he walks out, you slink in behind him and the door shuts behind you. Uh, and you bamf out of your invisibility. <clears throat> And uh, give me a perception check. Okay. <clears throat> Seven. Okay. Doesn't seem like you're noticed. Uh, the, the place isn't packed or anything, but it is much more lively uh, than you have seen in the past. Okay. I'll just go up to the bar and just say to the barkeep, I need to see the madame and your strongest drink, please. Uh, as you speak, uh, this bartender that you're familiar with, he looks at you and he says, what the fuck are you on about? What do you mean? Madame, this is a bar. This ain't uh, this ain't the time or place for social calls. And you notice there are people around you, um, drinks, uh, you know, foods being served. The bartender's currently wiping out a glass, <clears throat> and and he looks at you knowingly. He knows who you are. And, right, he, and, well, he, uh, and he and he just looks at you. You know, got to be careful how you talk around here. <clears throat> yeah, that's fair. Um, you got an drink, appointment? Please. She'll make time for me. It's important. Well, in the future, make sure to let me know if you have an appointment. Yep, that's fair. Got it. Understood. Right. And and he and he taps on the back door and and you you hear a very slight signaling that the door's been opened, unlocked for you. <clears throat> I'll take that drink to go if you don't mind. It'll be a copper. And he puts it down in front of you. Toss him a silver and take it and Make my way through the doorway. You hear him, dumbass, <laughs> as you walk away. <laughs> um, I'll knock back that entire drink by the time I make it to the bottom of the stairs. Okay. What do you do with the cup? I uh, just bring it with me, set okay. it down on the uh, on her desk as I walk in. <coughs> okay. So, as you. As you walk down the stairs, 
you see the madame and you see a gentleman sitting across from her and she sees you holds up her finger signaling one moment I'll just stick to the shadows around the edge Okay. I'm gonna while while I'm waiting, I'm just gonna kind of take a look around and just see, just you know, anything of interest, any mementos, you know, things to peruse. Okay. All right. Um, you notice, you know, uh, apart from what's your passive perception? <clears throat> Twelve. Well, okay. You notice a degree on the wall. Uh, a couple of the particulars have been blotted out, such as the name and the location, the the university or the college. Um However, the the degree itself is in the art of mercantile. A uh, couple other knickknacks here and there. A ship in a bottle. Uh, a small folded up bit of gray cloth. Um, assorted liquids scattered here and there. Books. A lot of dusty books. <clears throat> as I'm as I'm yeah. doing this, I'm mm-hmm. just keenly listening to the conversation that's being had, if any, between her and that gentleman. And does that gentleman do he does he look familiar at all? Okay, uh, give me a perception check, and we'll lump those in into the same check. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um, the gentleman does not at all look familiar to you uh fairly short um pale uh appears to be human doesn't have uh, you know the the telltale elvish ears or anything like that and you're seeing all this from behind him um and you don't hear a lot once you've spoken they've 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 lowered into hushed tones but you do hear one thing very clearly you hear the madame lean forward in her chair as it creaks. And you just hear her say, I've held up my end of the bargain. There will be hell to pay if yours is not. This meeting is over. And they both stand up the madame seemingly cutting off the meeting very abruptly. She stands up with a great deal of aggression, um, very stoic. And the gentleman seemingly caught off guard rises and nods. As he does, I, I turn to like where I'm not like necessarily facing him. So he doesn't get a good look at me as he turns to make his way up. Okay. Just, you know, not making it blatantly obvious, just like, oh, wow, look at this. Look at this ship in a bottle. That's really, you know. <laughs> um, you see upon this gentleman turning, um, 
with that 12, you would be able to see this even out of the corner of your eye. The left side of this gentleman's face is severely burned to where he, one eye, the eye within the burned flesh is shining white. He is blinded, um, unmistakable burn scars. And he, and he strides past you. And, you know, <clears throat> you're not exactly towering, but he's still a touch shorter than you are. And he quiet, quietly, very quiet footsteps makes his way past you and up the stairs. Got some uh, <clears throat> trouble with uh, with a partner of yours there? You were listening to us. I mean... Very rarely does that end well for people in my line of work. Well, I mean, you, you let me in. I imagine that uh, could be anything you wouldn't want me to hear unless, you know, you won't let me down. Hmm. A clever one, you. I beg you, please, have some good news for me. <clears throat> I don't know if I have good news. I just have uh, just information. Um, Do we tell. went to we went to the manor, and Fomar is alive. He is the property of Mornivel at the moment. At least, that's what we're told. A fate I worse found than the books. death, I've heard. Oh. Yeah. And, she, and she reaches into her, uh, into, into, into one of her drawers, produces one of her very long cigarettes, <clears throat> offers you one. Suit yourself. And she puts one away, lights it, motions for you to proceed <clears throat> he keeps it on the uh the roof of his manor uh i set a table with two pedestals uh housing crystals overseeing it when i got too close uh, those those crystals powered up and um, reacted to my presence and uh Kind of shocked me for a minute. I couldn't move, but I think if I can get past that, I can get the books. Hmm. Paralysis wards. I should have known. And she leans back. <clears throat> Do you know how to deactivate those? There's no cookie-cutter way of being rid of them. That's why someone as influential as Mordaivel would use them. They're not exactly foolproof, but apart from the work of some very skilled professionals, uh, they're very difficult to take care of. We have our ways. Hmm. <clears throat> Something for you to think about. Yes. We will be uh, 
enter into a more or less unsteady partnership with Mordivel. Um, he has things that we can do for him, and and he also has things that we need, in, including Fulmar. So um, I do imagine we'll be going back to the manor soon. Hmm. So I do plan to uh, take those books. She holds up her finger, leans over to her desk where you see a tube that goes up through the ceiling, presumably to the second or third floor. <clears throat> and she raps on it a couple times. Could you send down some inventory, please? A couple of the stones, yes. Thank you. And she leans back over to you. So what I'm hearing is... You and I could enter into a mutually beneficial relationship. My question is, how can I keep you loyal to me? <clears throat> what what did Mordivel offer for you to <sighs> pledge allegiance to that scoundrel? Oh, we're not pledging allegiance. We're just... Are you not doing his bidding? It's mutually beneficial. Allegiance, then. Albeit brief. If you want to spin it that way, then then sure. And she um, grabs her Chick-fil-A cup and starts drinking her <laughs> Lennox grabs his empty Cane's cup. And... <laughs> the superior chicken. Yes. <laughs> um, well, uh, what did he offer you? Now, you madame. Incredibly dangerous. Oh, I'm well aware. Um, probably more so than you would think. And you're a businesswoman. Oh, yes. You don't reveal all of your cards. It's part of doing business. I'm not comfortable sharing that information at this moment. Very well. You want so the how books. can we stay uh, how can we stay associates? I will be frank, you are my best bet of getting those books. And I'll get everything those books. on the table. I would like to see Mordivel struggle, fail whatever that may look like. And I feel like getting those books into your hands to pass those along to the Sons of Alagondar might do that. Hmm. Would your group be interested in a bit of a coup d'etat? That's... How nuclear are we talking? For your average day-to-day -day citizen? It would cause a bit of a ripple, certainly, but you must understand Neverwinter's in its infancy at the moment. There's very little that's secure. So a little change-up of who's at the top? 
Who's to say? Well, I'll say this. I, I can't guarantee that the heist goes off without a hitch. I mean, he does have the process ward to have other things uh, protecting those books that I'm not aware of. And, you know, if caught, it's going to come to blows. So maybe the collateral will just benefit you even more. Mm, more Divel is worth more to us alive at this point. We would certainly, and she waves someone in who's come in behind you would certainly benefit us greatly um, his stability his ability to keep commerce moving money's good for all parties involved but his usefulness will come to an end I'm sure what I have here for you and a, and a gentleman lowers a tray down onto the madame's desk she waves him off and you see four small stones sparking across each other. She puts on a glove, picks one up. You know what these are? Can't say that I do. Hmm. These are simple teleportation stones nothing too terribly special or fancy about them however I'm sure you noticed after the wards discharged themselves they had a period of reprieve yes to seem that way yeah in that brief moment I'm sure if you were to throw one of these at each of those books, they would return, and she holds up the other two in her other hand, a very, uh, a, more of a red shade as opposed to the blue. They would return in the place of these other stones. And she, and she picked one up, and she tossed it at a small... Uh, at a small uh, cup on her desk. The stone landed inside and the cup with the stone attached to it latched itself in, in, in a blink onto the other stone. These don't work on anything large, however, a couple of books it should suffice. And she hands them over to you. Uh, I take them. Hmm. Man, I could have used these several times. <laughs> They're quite useful. Fairly expensive. Consider it a purchase of some allegiance. Hmm? obliged very well I'll leave you to it and I look forward to well you shouldn't have to tell me when the job is done I'll know I'll be sure to make my way here as soon as I get them 
I encourage you to do so. And in that, in that moment, right there at the end, you see a flash of crazy. Just a brief flash of don't double cross me in her eyes. And then returns back to normal. You have a good night. You as well, Master Lennox. And she sits back and enjoys her cigarette as you leave. I will uh, make my way to the top. Yep. Grab a another drink from the bartender. He doesn't even ask for the copper. He slides it on down the bar to you. <clears throat> I'm going to toss it back, slam it down, and as I walk away, I'm just going to say, heard you, asshole. And as I go out the front door, cast invisibility, make my way back to Leviathan. Okay. Give me another stealth check on the way back. With advantage? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 24. Okay. Another 24. Nice. Uh, so, same. Uh, during your meeting, the streets did empty out a little bit. It's getting darker and darker and darker, so... Uh, you make your way back without incident okay and before going to my room I go to Fior's door and I'm just gonna still invisible I'm just gonna wrap on it lightly okay Fior would you have gone to sleep Immediately following the dispersal of the group? No, I wouldn't have. Okay. All right. So um, with your passive perception being so high, you definitely hear a slight... Um, I, uh, I grab my um, quarterstaff, and I'll walk okay. up and put my back... Uh, adjacent to the door. Okay. Um, I say, uh, who is it? It's me. And I, uh, put the quarterstaff on my back and open the door. You don't see anybody. No. (laughs) You just... What? You just hear a disembodied voice say, come to my room, we should talk. And then oh, you'll God. just see he's gotten you'll just see Linux's <laughs> you see Linux's door just open. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. Hey, uh roll roll an intelligence check. Okay. Fior. Yeah. That's not one of my best, but Yeah. I got a thirteen. You're like 65-70% sure this is a dream. <laughs> I I uh Oh gosh. Am I up like are we is there a railing? No, you're like you're like tucked into a second story hallway okay. that sort of wraps behind the backside of the skull of the Your put you in his in his headspace. <clears throat> he briefly considers jumping off the railing to see if he can fly. Um, 
but um, thinks better of it and then just goes to Lennox's room and closes the door. <clears throat> uh, on the way, though, um, sort of like painting himself, I'm going to cast Detect Magic. In a in in this dream space, you would have thought, yeah, let me. Yeah, it's sort of like pinching yeah. yourself. Like, you know, yeah, am I awake? Okay. Um, you get so, where are you in relation to Fior currently, Lennox? I've already made it into my room. I'm assuming we're next door. I don't, you know. Yeah, yeah. There is um, there's a great deal of magic currently. I'd say about within Lennox's room, about eight or nine feet in front of you. No indication of where it's coming from, though. Okay. Um, let's say, Mr. Once Lennox, it, that's you, right? Yeah, once the door is shut and Fior's in the room, I would have dropped invisibility. Okay. And then Fior, <laughs> you, you see Lennox just just appear out of thin air before you I, th- I knew you were doing <clears throat> that yeah I uh, can't be too careful right now I went on a walk about so I just wanted to be a little precocious um, yeah sure that makes sense can uh, can we talk yeah yeah absolutely what, what you got uh I feel like, you know, a, a good portion of our uh, friendship has just been um, not exactly speaking plainly with one another. Um, I know a lot is implied, and, and I feel like you understand me a little bit more than um, other people might. Uh, so I would just like to speak plainly with you right now. Please do. I'm, I'm sure it's no surprise to you, but I am in, uh, I'm in a bad way right now. I, uh, the whole reason I'm here is, um, I was back home and I taken this contract to, uh, steal these manifests from this very powerful person. And I was caught in the process. And that person, I didn't realize it at the time until tonight, happened to be Mordaivel. Um, I was thrown in a cell and I'm, I'm sure I was just waiting to be executed or, or something, I don't know. And um, this, what I thought was a person who was jailed across for me um, actually helped me escape Um, at the time I didn't realize what was going on but that was my first encounter with with Fongor and I may have unwittingly entered into a sort of soul contract with him in order to get out of the predicament I was in and with that, I've um, been bestowed upon some really interesting abilities that I've never been able to do before. I mean, you know, I, I grew up 
I'm, I'm quick on my feet. I'm, I'm, I'm nimble. I can sneak around and, and I can, you know, do things like that. But I've never been able to do anything magical. And now I can, you know, I can, you know, manifest these, these things that I wasn't able to do before. And it's really, really cool. But with it comes a price. And I'm afraid that one of those prices is that I was told that I needed to get those spells off of you and into the hands of the Cult of Asmodeus. I want you to know I never did or never will have intentions of doing that. Well... been asked to do this and yet you haven't and I think that that speaks more to your character than anything I have no doubt that you wouldn't do it I, I trust you implicitly I have no reason not to um, I know that you're caught up in what you're caught up in but as far as I'm concerned, that's not who you are. I trust you. I'm sure I know everybody else does in their own way. And I know that they, um, they will ever, I'm sorry, one second. <laughs> <laughs> Old Dustin putting the dads and dads and dice. Hey, for those of you who may be joining us tonight, follow the stream. Buy a t-shirt. I don't know. Just, just say hey in the chat. It doesn't matter to me what you do. Thank you for being here. That's all I got. <laughs> um, Actually, Linux, I can say... At the base of your neck... Nothing special with that location or anything, but like you felt a very sharp, almost painful chill run up your spine when you told Fior, I have no intention of following through with that order. Something that was Linux talking, honestly, but something in you that felt very wrong whenever you verbalize that. That's fair. Hey, while Fior is doing this... Oh, oh, is he back? Ah, uh, no. Not yet. <laughs> uh, Fior, or, or uh, Nini and Freya, would y'all have had anything to say to each other as everyone made their way to their own rooms? You're muted, Brent. Okay, uh, probably not. Um, I don't know. Nini's kind of in a in an interesting place, mm -hmm. kind of being faced with that thing with her past, and I don't know. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yes, Freya's not going to push it if Nini seems guarded. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna pull out a little notebook and just make some shorthand notes. Okay. And really bad handwriting that's not legible to anyone else, but... Okay. Freya's mulling over all the connections she's starting to make as to what's really happening in the city. 
Okay. And I don't know if Lucius is there. Lucius is probably like Doctor Strange, you know, just like looking at all the... (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Looking at all the different timelines. Is there anything that you would have done, uh, Lucius? I'm asleep. Asleep or or entranced? Yeah, you know, my version of sleep. Your version of sleep, yes. No, I'm actually asleep. Elves usually don't sleep, they just trance, but I'm out. Like a light. Huh. Okay. Is that Lucius or Greg talking? Both, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Okay. Um, The... In in, in one of these rare bouts of actual sleep, you dream of your lost love. Um, And you dream of... Not battle, not conquest, not victory or defeat. You dream of your home, your real home. You want to uh, sort of unpack what that might have been like, or do you want to hold that close to your chest? Um, I mean, um, yeah, it's you know the Evermeet was a a beautiful place, mm-hmm. you know. I got, I got nothing. Yeah, I no, just... because you remember your backstory. <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't really know how what to say. You know, like yeah, that. I mean, I mean, it's a dream. I just wanted to yeah. sort of give you a moment there, but uh, I also um, am just sort of stalling. Until D- Dustin returns. There he is. Sorry. <laughs> it saved you, Greg. All right. No, no, it's fine. You're a dad. You got to be a dad first, man. Yeah. All right. So, anyway. Um, are you guys done uh, with the... Yeah, yeah. We, we were just... Yeah, we were just sort of padding. Um, okay. I'll say this whenever... Give me a, 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 a perception check, please, Fior. Uh, 14. Um, Linux is not exactly comfortable at the moment. Yeah, sure. that's a, that's about all I'll say there, but continue. Um, none of this really matters to me. I mean, I appreciate you coming and telling me. I know that probably really hard for you. And I reach in my pocket and um, I pull out the uh, cooked nithrit that I took. Okay. And um, I sort of roll it in my hand. It's probably a little wet. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just sort of smell it as I'm talking. I say, um, whoever you were, prior to what feels like a year ago, probably more like a month ago or a couple <laughs> weeks. Um, whoever you were before then, it doesn't matter. I didn't know you then. I know this version of Linux. So, 
don't worry about it. Just be the better version of Linux. And then I reach out with the Netherit and I say, mm. um, take this memento, store it with the others, and remember that the other ones are this and the other collection of mementos that you have is the Linux that you're trying to be. And whenever I hand you another one, I hope that you're an even better version. Just be Linux's best version. Don't worry about who you're tied to. I know that it's good to feel power. Believe me, I can get caught up in it myself. But not at the risk of losing yourself. Because... I couldn't give two shits about your powers. I care about Linux, and I want what's best for you. And I know everyone in this group does as well. So, if you need help out of this, I'm here for you. If you need help managing it, I'm here for you as well. And Linux, I'm not going to tell you how you feel how Linux feels about what he just heard. But I will tell you that someone saying that they care about you not wanting anything from you, just caring about Linux for the sake of Linux, you have not heard that in quite some time. Oh, I know. In the circus you grow to learn blood doesn't mean anything. It's just a red liquid. Family's who you make it. My dad is a dragonborn and my mother's a half-elf. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Thank you. Anytime. You need anything else? I mean, I could cook you up something if you're hungry. Nah, let's get some rest and uh, figure out what we're going to do about this uh, tormentor, I guess. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> Alright, Lance. And I turn around and leave. Good night. Night. Cool. Yes. The reason why I was awake, um, uh, I guess while he was gone, after we broke, I would have gone to my mom and dad's room. Okay. Um, right. And specifically, I would have gone, uh, well, I guess I'll just, I'd go up to their door and I'll knock. The first time you knock, you just... With your very sharp hearing, you you hear the. Uh. Mom, Dad. What? Dad. And 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 you hear a shuffling, as he as as your dad makes his way to the door and unlatches it and. Opens it up. Hi. What is it? What is it? 
Sorry, I don't really mean to bother you. Just was hoping you could take something and learn as much as you can about it. Uh, something in your field. I think you'll know a good bit about. Oh yes. Okay. What? Uh, <clears throat> and I'll give him the. I'll give him the mushroom. Okay. And I'll right. say, um, need to know where this comes from, <clears throat> and specifically how, what its properties are, and you know what it's called, and you know how best to use it. Um, but I am really concerned about maybe where it's from. If you know anything about it, or could learn anything about it. Oh. Let me see. Let me see. <clears throat> and he. Hmm. Oh, see. And he turns over this blue and black spotted mushroom that, you know, occasionally sparks and streaks um, off of its off of its tendrils at the bottom and. If I here, I'm actually gonna roll for him. Sure. He's he's super experienced in you know herbs and medicines and things like that, right? Yeah, he's a natural remedy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I may have something. I, I, I need to dig through my books on this, I can tell you this right now, this did not come from this plane. Yeah, I figured. Yes, this is... I do not know. I I can certainly find out, though. I appreciate it. Do you need a place to sleep? I know how you like cuddling up between me and your mother. I appreciate it, but I, I think I'll stay in my room tonight. I give you okay. t- give you two a little more privacy. And he and he starts settling back into sleep as he walks back into his room and lets the door shut behind him. Now, uh, as everyone as sleep takes everyone, Linux. I knew it, man. Just give me one night. <laughs> Sorry. It was, uh... You had quite a, uh... Quite a revelation there. You were taken into, again, the dark recesses of your subconscious as you sleep. And as you were drifting off, you all of a sudden do not feel alone and sure enough the presence that you know with these piercing yellow eyes in the darkness staring at you furious it's the presence of Fongor who do you think you Do you think if I'm just 
forthcoming with him that, hey, I want to flay you and take your skin. It's probably going to kill you. I mean, do you, do you think I'm going to have any way of making that happen? You're one who speaks in, in dual tones. I mean, I got to say what I have to say to, to get closer to the objective. Is that a lie? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, give me a deception check. God, come on, man. 11, new dice, new dice time. <laughs> Not using those ever again. You say I'm the one who speaks in double tones. And yet you think you can lie to me. Who is Mordivel to Asmodeus? He doesn't seem too fond of you. You told me recently not to get involved with his affairs. But it seems like he has a different agenda than whatever it is you seek. Because his affairs are not my own. Who are you obedient to? Me? Or some red tiefling playing God in a mortal's realm? I thought I was obedient to Asmodeus. You are obedient to me. The Inquisitor of Asmodeus, you fool! But I'm genuinely curious. What What is Mordivel to Asmodeus? He says he's a part of... His his cult, his following, whatever you call it. Hmm. All right, hang on. I got to pull up a picture I took of some notes. <laughs> I haven't transferred these yet. I was about to say, you got a notebook for Christmas. I know, but I don't think you know how many notes I have. It's almost like you're... Homebrewing yep. a lot of this world or something. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you guys have notes? He, he is loyal to Abimelech. <clears throat> a cheap, paltry excuse of the tenets of Asmodeus. He is nothing. He is a usurper. Whenever I told you to deliver the runes to me, to the cult of Asmodeus, I did not mean for you to. <clears throat> and he catches himself. I see, I'm... The cult of Asmodeus is... It is as far-reaching as... as your realm in size. It is... There are factions, there are tenets that you must be aware of that are not aligned with ours. Well, that's what I've been 
trying to tell you this whole time. I'm, you say I'm just one small pawn, one small piece of this this puzzle. How can I know if what I'm doing won't spite the other hand? of this realm do not understand the beauty of the way of the nine elves I will send you my acolytes to deal with if you retrieve those runes and you will retrieve those runes. You will know who to give them to. I will see to it personally. Should you not? When you see a hand reach out of the inky blackness and you see one by one the visages of Freya Ninny Lucius Fior I will take the cost of your iniquity and pay the price with their heads are you privy to the conversations that were had at Mordai's uh, manor which is why we're having this conversation you idiot. Listen, fuck off, man. <clears throat> <laughs> Did you actually say that? Yes. Hang on. Chat was right. <laughs> oh, boy. He's got to roll some damage. I hate to do this to you. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Gosh, okay. You take 23 points of psychic damage as his hand balls into a fist. And in your dream, he swings and it feels like he has punched himself into your very subconscious that hurt you at a core level your life points your your max hp oh great has been reduced by half that amount half the 28 or half the 23 half the 23 so uh, round up uh, hold on, no, I'm having this. That's okay. 36 points. 
No, no, no. <laughs> no, his max HP is down by 12. Up. Yeah. Yep, by 12. Awesome. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> you paid your price, now say whatever it is. Your feeble mind was trying to communicate. Please. And he grins at you. <clears throat> Linux just kind of like shakes his head a little bit, yeah, trying to. Yeah, you are rattled. Like you're seeing quadruple, <clears throat> and you cannot wake up. You are tethered here for the time <clears throat> being, it seems. I was merely trying to ask you if, say, that shaman was able to remove those runes safely from Fior. And I was able to take them and get them to you. Would that work? Certainly. But I can assure you of two things. One. Mordivel. And a... Uh, hang on, I gotta look at that name again. Mordivel and a Dromalek will be watching that ritual very closely. They want what the bugbear has as well. Two, should you disrespect me again, I will take more than your life. Your essence, essentially, not... He's not threatening murder upon you, but... Yeah. I just think this could go a lot further if we got past the condescending tone from time to time. <laughs> he looks at you. It is not the way of the acolytes. To speak negligently to the master. You do not speak to me unless invited. He and he looks at you with nothing but indifference and disgust. The same look he's always given you. It seems as though this is the relation between an acolyte and a baron of the nine hells. This is the way he knows how to operate. <clears throat> Will that be all? No. And he holds his hand back out. The, this red essence returning to you. You will need this for what is to come. 
and he returns your maximum <laughs> HP. That was scary there for a second, wasn't it? <laughs> Ooh, Popo. Coloco. <laughs> Just a taste of what I can do to you and those you love most. And he disappears into the darkness. Linux just under his breath, dryly, with just the strongest hint of sarcasm, says, Happy to serve you. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> All right. So, daylight returns. Let me get this. The long rest. Yes, daylight returns. A long rest is given to everyone. Let me get this rolling here. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay. And do 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 do. Alright. Boom. Apply to game board. There we go. Okay. So all of you awaken. Uh, I'm sure some of you make your way down to breakfast, but what is everyone doing? Does breakfast sound good? Yeah, I would have <coughs> I would have made my way down for breakfast. Yeah. Okay. Linux would have uh, had a morning in. All right, uh, Freya, Nenny, what are y'all doing? Breakfast. I... I'm gonna tell Nenny. I think I'm gonna get breakfast to go. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go swing by the garrison and see if there's anything else that I need to pick up. Cause I have a feeling we're not sticking around here for very long. All right, Nenny, what are you doing? You you heading down to breakfast? Give some kids a uh, kid some water. Um, yes, uh, I also will head down to breakfast. Okay. So Freya, you make your way uh, to the garrison. Uh, let's even say you get up earlier than the rest of the party. Sure. Uh, you make your way through a relatively empty city. The sun's just starting to rise in the horizon. You make your way through the Protector's Enclave, around the backside of Neverdeath Graveyard, and you make your way to the garrison. So what are you doing? I'm just going to stop by my area, see if there's anything new. I know it's only been two days, but mm -hmm. wishful thinking that there might be some news. News and regarding... I mean, I literally turned in my letter to my sister the day of the fight, so it's been two days. Yeah. And I know there's not, but since we're about to leave, probably. Just anything else? <laughs> I'm just uh, going to check. Yeah, no, no... No mail waiting on you. No correspondence from your sister. Unfortunately. 
no email and never winter. <laughs> That's right. No email. Un- unfortunately, I'm very sorry. <laughs> but two days from Waterdeep <laughs> back Nothing. to... Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no way. Yeah, Anything? I'm not going to intentionally stop to talk to anyone, but I'm also not going to try to, like, stealth in. <clears throat> oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Um, well, you see, uh, I am, and I'm so sorry, the names of the people in your garrison have slipped my mind at this point, and I don't know where I put those notes. It's uh, okay, I will send those to you real quick. Y- yes, who was your weapons master? Um, Palace Greens keep the dwarf. Yep, yep. Uh, so Palace, uh, it you pass by him, and he and he's hammering away on a on a sword, uh, not run of the mill stuff, and he's usually not the kind of guy to do blacksmithing. This seems more like a passion project. Early in the morning, he this is. Maybe something he's been working on uh, on the side. And he looks up at you, sweat dripping off his brow. He's been at this for quite a while. Um, and he and he, and he looks up and says, ah, The she-giant herself. Freya, how goes it, girl? You know, just in and out like always. Well, what are you working on? Come and uh, entertain me for just a spell. Don't let me bother you, but pounding steel bores the hell out of me. Just pulling on some threads, discovering more threads, and discovering more threads, and trying to stop these dream catchers from invading anymore. All them threads, careful you don't get tangled up. I think I'm starting to untangle a couple. Good girl. You need anything? Can I can I get anything for you before you I guess strike out once again? I think I'm alright for now. I didn't use all my healing potions in my last fight. Very well. Uh let's see, it's been a couple days since the fight, yeah? Yeah, two two, two days. Yeah. Two days. Uh, so he he looks at you. <sighs> all them healing potions ain't gonna hide all those bruises now. And he and he and he and he grabs your your left hand, your jabbing hand, and and looks knowingly at some of the scarring across the knuckles. Couple of new ones, I see. I mean, it's so messed up at this point. Who can even tell? It looks like hamburger meat. <laughs> well. Don't let an old dwarf hold you up. What? And you notice as y'all been talking, he's been rubbing at his eyes. Um, are you wearing a perfume or something? No. Oh, gosh, I'm having trouble seeing. Ah. Can I take a look? Do I notice anything? Uh, so, um, yeah, give me, give me a medicine check. Five. 
I mean, his eyes are really, really red. Um, that's about all you can see. Oh, bloody hell. Ah, ah. Have you been, he's have you been, been sleeping more any? More. This is the he's one time getting... my notes uh, trump your notes. <laughs> what? <laughs> he knows what's going on. Oh, bloody hell. Ah, is it something Eddie, Eddie. Freya would know? No, or is it just something you wrote down? Oh, okay. Uh, well, well, was she? A, she was at the dinner, right? Mm. Like, like whenever that was. But I don't think it was brought up. Oh, that's right. That's right. Ah, Freya, I'm sorry. I can't. I need to. Any, any, any goes over to a to a quenching uh, to to a quenching bowl that he has for the sword he's been working on and starts throwing this dredged up water into his face, the the steel within the water sort of staining his gray beard, and he's, ah, I can't, oh, bloody hell, ah. And, and just... I'm gonna take a couple steps back. Ah, ah, medical, I need a medic, ah. And, Sorry and you, for you have, whatever. You have... You have no idea what's causing this. For all you know, he's having a medical episode and sending him into like anaphylactic shock. Yeah, yeah, he he's this is messing with him pretty bad. W- whatever it is, it's it's very uncomfortable for him. All right, then I'm going to step away, especially if I notice someone coming to help. You as you walk away, Chestnut is striving forward. Uh, towering <laughs> just towering cleric walks up and and begins looking over uh, him and, and and casting some of the healing word that you've become accustomed to uh, with Kelkis and uh, Ninny or Ninny do you know healing word yes okay 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 so yeah you've seen Ninny and Kelkis and Chestnut cast these so you're familiar with what he's doing he's trying to heal him Uh, as you make your way out of the barracks, uh, Lucius, Fior, and Ninny, y'all are sitting at breakfast. Uh, Freya's nowhere to be seen. No hide or hair, and Lennox as well. Nothing to be seen of him. Anything going on at breakfast this morning? And that's when I tricked the dragon to give me his entire fortune for just a paperclip. Roll a... You, you, uh, does Lucius believe that to be true? Probably not. <laughs> okay, roll a deception check. Uh, let's see. This man probably hasn't pulled out his character sheet in like a eight. Week. Eight. Eight? Bold of you to think it's only been a week. <laughs> oh, oh What's my gosh. a character sheet? <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are just rolling your eyes in the back of your head. Just, ugh. So, uh, breakfast is being had. Freya, did you return uh, yeah, to the Beach Leviathan? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have stayed long, especially since something I was causing an allergic reaction. Okay. So you take a seat, and Fior's there, Ninny's there. They seem to be finishing up their breakfast. So everybody's there? Everyone but Lennox, yes. Right. And I want to say Freya's like completely packed up at this point. Like she's already got her travel bag. Okay. 
We packed up that morning. And you guys see Freya come in with a with her with her travel bag locked in over her shoulders. Early start, Freya. Yeah. I mean I know where I'm going next. Um You'll notice Lucius has his travel bag packed as well. Very good. Okay. Where's that again? Has anyone been to Helm's Hold? Would I don't think Fior would have been this far. Fior, west. I don't think Fior would have. This is, yeah, this is going to be a pretty decent clip to the northeast. About a about five to six days travel due, you know, straight northeast. Just honestly, just to the southwest, about a day or so. Actually, about two or three days southwest of Mount Hotano itself. <clears throat> At least what's left of it. To be honest, kind of uh, excited about another adventure. Been in the city for too long. <laughs> Amen to that. We were supposed to be here for like, what, a night? <laughs> yeah. um, you had to go and get kidnapped. Yeah, as you, as, as you're talking about this, uh, your father comes down in a bluster. Um, Fior, 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 the mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. Hey, mushrooms. You find something else. <laughs> and and you know your your father's usually very good about about flattening his scales out, polishing them. Um, however, he, he seems a touch dis disheveled, a couple misplaced scales here and there. He may not have slept. Um, and he looks at you and he says, where did you get those mushrooms? Oh, they, uh, it was a, it was a gift from, uh, our potential employer, I guess you could say. <laughs> Some gift. And he lays a book slams a book down on the table i mean pretty pretty big thing sorry th those of you who still had breakfast on the table that's 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 pretty well disheveled hey <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry these mushrooms do you have any idea where they come from look at them and and you know he 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 points to them and all their blue uh, essence and the sparks and everything. Well, I don't. I don't suppose they came from. Never went to forest or anything. Certainly not. These hail from Shadowfell. 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 Sorry, that's a uh, that's a plane. Yes. Can I fireball the mushrooms? <laughs> no. Uh, would you, that's would not you asking, know that's anything saying about that out loud. the Shadowfell? Uh, let's see. I'm going to need, in that in that regard, hmm. let me see what I want you guys to, to roll. Oh, sorry. sorry. Uh, give me a... I mean, I, I will take an Arcana 
Arcana or... Arcana or History, I guess. I'll take either of those. Not even going. Okay. A six. Okay. Did anyone else roll? Fourteen. Fourteen? Okay. Do I get advantage because I've, I've ate a lot of shrooms in my day? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> if anything, that would cause disadvantage. <laughs> Nenny, did you roll... If, if not, that's fine. No, no. Okay. Um, Lucius, it seems like the, the Shadowfell is basically the only... Um, you're the only one that that rings any bells. Think of it as the upside down. It's like the shadow inverse of, of, of this realm. It exists parallel to, to, to this realm that you guys are currently in. Um, I mean, if it's, if it's positive here, it's negative there. If it's, if if it's positive there, it's a bad thing here. Just vice versa. Super gray. Um, very dangerous. Uh, not a whole lot of prospects for going there. That is for sure. I once dated a girl from the shadow fell. Um, yeah, we were like polar opposites. Didn't work out, but, um, (laughs) But basically, that's so basically she, what it is. She was a good They're person. Just... <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, she it, it's like up is down, down is up, left is right, that kind of thing. So, obtaining one of these would be difficult, to say the least. Extremely. First, you would have to find your way to the Shadowfell. Then you would have to survive it. Then you would have to find it. Then you would have to to somehow manage to harvest it without it poisoning you. And then you'd need to bring it back and somehow keep it alive. That. If, if, if you'll notice... And he, and he, and he, and he holds it. He takes the diagram. Mm-hmm. Does this look at all familiar to you? Not the exact, um, not the exact nature of it, but the shape. Does it remind you of King's Crown? And and that immediately. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. a nice little health bump you know something when you're feeling down make a stew out of it cook it up throw it down it'll put some fire in your belly this is the Shadowfell equivalent extremely dangerous so if someone was to eat this they'd be sick for days most likely so or hurt them a lot right away specifically there was a garden that these came from. Uh, and there were other not from this plane plants being grown there. Would that require yeah. some sort of link to those planes? You're, I would assume it's the same as any plant. Give it what it needs. If you can find what it needs on this plane, sure. 
But if its needs are based in its own plane specifically, then I guess so. I'm not a plane shifter sure. by any means. I have I grow plants. Sure. Well, I appreciate that. That's a lot of really good information. Thank you so much. <sighs> well, thank you for the homework. I needed it. <laughs> my mind's my mind's getting dull. <laughs> hey, while we're on that topic, we're probably going to be gone for a little while. Um, we've got something to do for this fella. Um, we're not know. doing it for him. Just let that be clear. I'm not doing it for him. <laughs> we've got something to be done, and he pointed us in a direction. Mm. Nope, already had the direction. <laughs> okay. My boy, how long how long will you be gone? I know that it's how far do we know how many days trip it is just to go there and come back? You guys haven't even looked at a map yet. I gotcha. And and, and it doesn't seem like anyone's really been that far northeast. I gotcha. Would we know just from like geography and because like I have down that like I know that Lord Never Ember commissioned it there needs to be like a temple of Agma. Yeah. And he um, sent all the spell blight away there. So just by nature of that information want to have a guess as to like how far. Any is anyone here a history buff? Um yeah I, I have a plus am six. proficient in it. Okay. Uh yeah, yeah you sort of you know that there was something commissioned out there to the northeast you're not super aware of the of the exact nature of it but you know a eh, couple couple days further past thunder tree northeast if it, if it starts getting cold you know you're in the right place so about five six days there probably looking at at least two weeks round trip we're, we're gonna be a little while, um, and I I'm wish gonna, you would have told me something. Uh, I know. Your mother and I would have made you a coat. <laughs> I appreciate it, but um, I'm gonna give him 500 gold. Hold, oh. <laughs> um, son. What is? Just you hold on to put, it. Put that away. <laughs> I don't. Do you know where we are? I do, but I know that. We're going to be a while, and I want to make sure that you're taken care of. Fior. This, this is too much. Just hold on to it. Not all the time. Don't keep it in your pockets while you're walking around. It's You get mugged. Uh, I know I we've... No, uh, I know we've talked about hiring your parents. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I think this might be the time to go start that employment. Well, <laughs> Sir, I don't like the thought of you around here with all the power plays happening. Well, I don't I just don't want to send you off by yourself. I would like to escort you whenever we take you. I'll I'll take them. Um it's about time I head back to Cragwell Castle. You have to come with us, Mr. Delicious. Well here's the thing. I'll do more there than I'll do here with y'all. I, I don't like that. I like us being one cohesive unit. We are one cohesive unit. 
just in separate places. Part. And, and you, your father, <laughs> son, what do, what are they talking about? Well, the, the castle that we had talked about prior, um, that we're having commissioned to be fixed. Um, there's a, you know, there's a large four star around it that you can take care of. There's a fairly large kitchen that we think mom would be very comfortable in. Yeah, we need a ranger. Yeah. There's a really, believe it or not, lovely pack of owlbear in the, uh, in those woods that could use some looking after. So, your mother and I would be in the employ of you all? The missing pieces? Yeah. You, you could look at it that way. Mainly me, but yeah. <laughs> Every great home needs a caretaker to run it. Exactly. Well, I will need to speak to my wife. But I don't see many prospects for us. I'd be happy to. Uh, I guarantee you this, Master Lucius. You've never had cooking like mine. Um, well, one time I was served food from the goddess of nature herself, so um, but I believe you. Um, we'll be rather rather fast, but um, Master Lucius, when were you planning on Embarking. As soon as I said my goodbyes. Very well. Let me uh, discuss this with my wife. I will leave you all to it. And uh, any any looks at you, Fior, be extremely careful with the mushrooms. And he... <laughs> and he I mean, we could take on. the mushrooms. We could hold on to the mushrooms if you wanted us to. Uh, no, no, no. I, I've got it. <laughs> oh, man. Did he give me the he, gold back, or did he keep it? He's keeping it. Yeah, that, that was my intention. I was making sure. He's 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 got the book under one arm, and this hefty sack of gold under the other, and he waddles his way across the uh, across the dining room, upstairs, to speak with uh, with your mother. And Mr. Lucius. Was this your plan all along? I mean, not necessarily, but right now we're more stuck on this wheel, right? And everybody's controlling us and where we're going and what we're doing. And the only way off this wheel is to have somebody from the outside kind of break the wheel. So I'm hopping off. And I'm going to break it. I'm going to save you all. Because that's what I do. Uh, and I will say this. Lucius, completely full of shit 90% of the time. As far as his 
his, you know, you can't tell where the truth ends and where embellishment begins with Lucius. And, you know, he's old. Age can sort of get to him and mess with him in that regard. However, you know whenever he said protecting people is what I do. That he that, that is the most honest and forthcoming he has ever been with all of you. I promise you I'll find a way to get those tattoos off you and not in the hands of somebody who wants them. Well, I appreciate it, appreciate it Mr. Lewis. But I fortunately can't do it with y'all. Because I'll be strung along. Take care of my parents. Of course. They're lovely gents. And take care of yourself. I will not. <laughs> I uh, reach out and give Lucius a hug and like pick him up off the ground. <laughs> give me a strength check just for <laughs> flavor. Sure. I'm all of 30 pounds, so... Uh... <laughs> 17. Lucius, you are picked up and swung around with an immense amount of force. Uh, you haven't moved this fast since you gave up blade dancing. <laughs> <laughs> blade singing, sorry. You'll always Thank you. Be, you'll always be <clears throat> missing a piece. I'm, like I said, not going anywhere. I mean, I am, but like, <laughs> you know, still part of the group. At this time, Lennox would have made his way downstairs. <laughs> you come down the stairs and you see uh, Fior just crushing Lucius in a bear hug, swinging him around, and they're talking to each other. It seems like you missed out on some on something big. <laughs> I don't say anything. I just <laughs> walk past them, sit down at the table. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nini, Freya, yeah, what y'all doing? Look at Lucius. I'm going to, like, lightly punch him in the arm. You know, if you'd stop trying to parent people that don't need it, you wouldn't be so bad. I um, am not a role model (laughs) in any way, shape, or form. But uh, take care of him. Take care of who? I'm leaving. Well, to go back to Craigmore Castle, not like leaving, leaving. Okay. Word. <laughs> Try not to, um, you know, get pulled down to hell before I figure out how to uh, get you out of this thing you're in. I don't need you to get me out of it. No, you don't. But you do. (laughs) Nini? Yes, Lucius. Um, Bye. Oh, also... You should probably, like, leave the group because you're super underaged and 
I'm pretty sure all of this is illegal. Um, what did I tell you about parenting people that don't need it? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just like, <laughs> how has nobody arrested us yet? We're carrying around like a teenager. We've been very, very careful about it. That's, that's all it is. Mr. Lucius, uh, you know that I'm 17, right? I did not. You look like a 50-year-old man. A couple of sailors at an adjoining table look over mid-drink and just eyeball you, Fior, and just Wait. keep drinking. Wait, is Fior actually 17? Yeah, Fior's 17. What? <laughs> Wait a second. Let me look at my, look at my character sheet again. I might not be the youngest one. <laughs> Holy cow! Hang on, I gotta look it up. Well, we we continue while we look it up. Nini gives Lucius a hug, and then like immediately after she get, like she realizes what she's done, she like backs up and just kind of like, yeah. I'm going to hand her my staff of defense. Whoa! I don't know if you can actually like use this if it's compatible with the way you do things, but um, it's the one I, that grants shield, right? Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's like, I'll make it work. I'll make it work. You uh, you want to be so generous? Want to give the robe off your back? No, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> oh man, you didn't use anything off of that robe, did you? I, I used it once when uh, we needed like treasure, you know. So I just like <laughs> pulled some treasure out. Oh that was gosh. it. In fact, I'm gonna use it right now. Okay. Say, I'll tell you what, though, Linux, you can have this. And I'm just going to, like, reach into a pocket and, uh, how does this work? Here, uh, let me. Uh, it's, um, let's see. I got to look it up myself. Robe of useful items. Here we go. Uh, yep. Um, the GM chooses the patches or determines them right. Okay. Do you uh, so so you're just gonna pull one at random? Yeah. You want me to roll a d100? They have a chart. Yeah. 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 Roll roll a d100. I've okay. I've got it pulled up too. So. Forty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Describe know how this works at all. Hey, hey, hey! Th th this is sort of like your swan song with the group. <laughs> You tell me how that works out there, buddy. <laughs> I pull out, like, this little figurine of a horse. A wooden horse. And the second I pull it out, it just explodes into a full-sized horse. <laughs> and in the Complete middle of this tavern... With saddlebags. Yeah. And everyone around, like, hey, yo, what the fuck? What? <laughs> Your very own... For the, for the road ahead. <laughs> no, no Yo. horses in the tavern. <clears throat> I just grab it by the reins and say, "Y'all, y'all, this is mine." Y'all heard this, right? We finally, <laughs> we finally have our rock steady. As as I'm making my way, like trying to <laughs> pull this horse out, I'm like immediately like, "I'm gonna name you Cisco." <laughs> <laughs> Give me an animal handling check. It's going to bite you. As I'm doing that, I cast Minor Illusion and get a carrot on a stick <laughs> with me. <laughs> All right. 
you can add a d4 to the roll. That was a uh, okay. This can be good. That's a 19. All right. It it willingly goes with you and uh and this horse is a pretty large breed like 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 this is a work horse. Right? Like it's it's big. It's 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 not a casual riding horse. I mean the item says that's what it is, but I say it's a pretty decent-sized workhorse. Maybe veering on the edge of war horse. Good um, luck figuring out how to get that out. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to fit through the door. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on, Cisco. Wait, I think I I got you. I got you. Oh, snap, he does. <laughs> He does I'm, have you. I'm going to cast Reduce. On the <laughs> <laughs> For flavor's sake, what what happens to the horse? Um, it turns into little Sebastian from Park Center. <laughs> yes! Okay. So, as you, Lennox, start wondering, oh my gosh, this horse is amazing, but how am I going to get him out? He reduces down to the size of a miniature pony. Aww. I cast Counterspell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm just fine. Alright. The thought crosses your mind and you think better of it. Alright, Lennox, what what are you doing with little Sebastian there? I'm I'm just taking it outside and I am just doing everything I can to just you know, pet it, love on it. She's like, you are mine. I am yours. We're going on a journey together. Just be careful because in one hour, he's going to be a full size horse again. So, <laughs> yep, yep, got it. All right. Yeah, you. <clears throat> okay. Lennox, you, you leave. You basically say thanks for the free horse, <laughs> Lucius and Dip. I'm gonna I'm gonna go tie him up, you know, at like a post outside. Okay, and I'll, I'll make my way back in. All right. No, really, thanks. Thanks for the horse, though. That's uh, don't know how you did that, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that's it. That's literally all I have because y'all don't trust me with anything else. So, <laughs> wait. Hey. So you're you're really leaving though? Yeah, you missed my whole speech. But um, basically, uh, you know, I'm gonna go do Lucius things, save the world, okay. save you guys. Sip in the chair, bud. But I can't do it while we're chasing other people's plans. All right, well, that's that's fair. Um, I mean, I'm sure we'll plus go back to the castle at some point. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's our ca- it's our castle. Like, <laughs> you own a freaking castle, so like, you know, you'll be back. And in the midst of let's say this burned you know half an hour or so everyone saying their goodbyes and uh fjord your your father and mother shuffle down their few very few belongings that survived the ordeal um 
of you know getting over to Neverwinter and things like that and surviving the circus. Um, they come up. Your mother shocked. <laughs> she, she, she might not be handling this the best, but um, your father looks to Lucius and says, "Master Lucius, it will be our pleasure to serve you and our son and his friends." Family. And he looks at you with a bit of surprise. Family. Perfect. Well, I've heard legendary things about your cooking, so... Um, it's quite good. It's quite good. Yeah. So uh, let's get going, shall we? And I Very well. grab up uh, my mom, Weezer... Oh, Fjord not here. Everyone's watching. Well, it's kind of sudden. I want to make sure that I get one squeeze in. I didn't get one before I left the last time. I love you, my little fur nugget. <laughs> I love you too, tiny mommy. <laughs> I sh- It appears as though we are ready to go. We are in your employ, and we will follow your lead. All right. And as, I mean, as you guys will leave at some point, he will begin discussing the matter of salary with you, Lucius. (laughs) Well, I believe 500 gold was a significant (laughs) advance. (laughs) As uh, you hear us walk off in the background. And just like that, Lucius Sundance, y'all's harbinger, your protector, walks off with a new goal, a new mission. Which way is which way is it? <laughs> Well, well, I. Oh yeah, this I, way. Yeah, and and between Lucius and your dad, Vior, y'all are able to figure it out. <laughs> so what now? I guess we go find this tormentor. Well, I think the tormentor is here in the city, but the base of operations of enchanting the dream catchers are in helm's hold hmm. and i think we're about to find a whole nest full of members of the apolithic sovereignty ready to handle that again fior we did it once i think we're about to get even more tangled in a power struggle between two very powerful cults i mean not that we haven't been before but at least we know what we're stumbling into this time And as you guys... Because I'm not going to help Mordai Vale. I know he wants to create a power vacuum, but I'm going to free the city. And we'll take him down in the process. Let it be known that nothing that I do here is for him. 
Yeah. And as you guys are having this conversation, a formidable yet short dwarf wrapped up in his armor you see Thardin come over put himself down next to you guys do I hear you all are going to Helm's Hold yeah who are you I mean, we're kind of eaves, kind of eavesdropping, but take it away, Greg. That's <laughs> fast. I thought I'd have like the rest of the session or something. No, no. Uh, well, um, I have some business there as well, and um, I've hired y'all before. Oh, I think that was your brother. It was via proxy. <laughs> describe here uh greg i didn't want to unpack that too much like like how you look describe what they see yeah in, so, in, in, in thard and rock seeker um so uh you have you know this extremely well yeah i mean he's a dwarf so he's built you know like a built dwarf he's wearing um like chainmail armor fur coat over the chainmail armor and like a golden chain over the uh over the armor as well um he's got like a medium-sized beard and he's uh only got like hair right here and then like it goes back in like a uh knot um yeah that makes sense yeah okay oh um you see on his back is a um you see like a in intricate looking warhammer but then you also see like this long kind of stick um that's like metallic and barrowed out and you don't really... You've never seen that before. But it seems to be a weapon of some sort. But, um... But yes, um... <clears throat> I'm sorry. We've... We've met. Oh, Y'all yeah. made me a lot of money in that fight the other day. Thank you, Linux. Yeah, and you, uh... You helped me, uh... Put in my bet. Uh, I did, nice. yes. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was on a, I was clever of you. <laughs> I like clever. I like well, clever I get, a lot. I get called clever all the time. So, well, good dear boy, you deserve it. You can see Frey kind of tilt her head like lately. <laughs> and and Freya. Uh, oh yes, sorry. The the performance you put in in that fight was just absolutely stunning I mean I don't like to think of it as a performance I like to think of it as fighting everything is a performance my girl 
How does Freya respond to my girl? Like, like I'm just curious as a DM. She's just going to lean back and cross her arms and stare at him. Mm. Husband knows how to push the wife's buttons, that's for sure. <laughs> well. Anyway. If you are going, I have some uh, trade business there. You have trade at Helm's Hold? And I've trade everywhere. At that, um, Tharden, you are, I'll say this, uh, Helm's Hold is not something you're very familiar with, but with it being close to Mount Hotano, there are various dwarven pockets here and there where, where they evacuated Mount Hotano, dug new burrows, created new pockets of dwarven civilization in the area. So, you, sure, you have business in the area. Everything's business. A refuge for spell plague victims is business. No, an opportunity. An opportunity for spell plague victims. I feel like Tharn's going to start preaching about NFTs any second. <laughs> I have a picture here of a donkey. <laughs> I actually, I actually do have uh, some notes on how blockchain could exist in the DD. Yours. I'm gonna murder Tharden in his sleep. Oh my gosh! It's a crypto junkie. Anyway, uh, look, I was just, you know, eavesdropping. Y'all did a great job. Finding the spell forge for me. For your and brother. Via proxy. And, um, let's just say I have another job coming up. A big one. Way bigger. And more profitable. Um, how profitable are we talking? Imagine all of the riches in the world not quite that profitable but close i'm rolling an insight okay uh are you bsing or are you no, actually i'm not okay. okay that's a that's a 15 15 uh are you trying to sort of play that coyly or are you typical dwarf laying it all out there no i don't i don't beat around the bush Okay. Uh, Does that dwarf thing still affect going on? Oh, oh, we're gonna get there. Yeah, I was about to say I have ten bushels of it in my backpack. Uh, Lennox, he seems to be extremely forthcoming, like uncomfortably forthcoming. Like, uh, sure, he's telling the truth, but why would he be so? Just be brandishing that around in a in a sailor's hovel, you know. Uh, Tharden, give me a, give me a constitution check. Cool. I have to pull up my new character. <laughs> did, did you make it yet? You actually built yeah, it? Yeah, I actually do have a character sheet. He worked ahead of time! <laughs> hey, Can con? I just say, I've had to listen to this playlist for months, and it is so weird. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he sent it to me. It's nuts. <laughs> 
lot of uh you know icelandic and <laughs> no it's got like kanye and rap like and gangster rap Park. yeah oh yeah, oh oh he's about getting that bag i see yeah exactly <laughs> like yeah <laughs> he's, more money more problems you know he's like a dj Khaled, you know but gosh i hate him already <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna get along oh my god anyway i rolled a 10 delicious you rolled a 10 okay um the you begin to as, as you're sitting here you start to think uh maybe some of the smoke is getting to me but as you the longer you sit at this table Thardin, the more your eyes begin to burn and your vision starts to blur and you just start coughing <coughs> Your uh, your 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 vision's starting to go. Excuse me. Yeah, dwarf. Yes. I um, I pull out the uh, the Kerrigan. Uh, Kerrigan. Uh, Kerrigan. Kerrigan. I say, oh, well, this is probably it. Um, well, sheep. I was hoping to cook with that. Did uh, you pull it out? Yeah. All right. Uh, give me a nature check, Thardin. Oh, boy. You're going to kill my character, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's finally going to click for Freya. Oh, this is a this is a thing that's happening. Two. Okay. Oh my gosh! As soon as he pulled it out, give me another con check because it's out of the bag now and it's it's poof, spreading. Nat twenty. <laughs> there you go. Really? Yep. Oh my! Uh, I don't think my character is connected to the Twitch stream, but yeah, it's because I'm, I'm using D and D Beyond. Okay. But yeah. Nat twenty. Yep. Awesome. Nat, nat twenty. Very cool. Uh, as you, <laughs> uh, you see this this stuff. It starts to get worse, and you just hold your breath, your nose, and you knock that, and you, you knock whatever that is out of Fior's hand. Us chill dwarves didn't survive the sacking of Gontogrind <laughs> just to get taken out by a bunch of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> They're not potatoes. <laughs> I mean, we could it, like keep herbs. we could keep this around. Yeah. We could keep the herbs around. <laughs> just makes me stronger, girl. I, uh, if you call me girl one more time, I will punch you in the face. I'm sorry, Your Excellency. <laughs> Can I just like hit him in the shoulder really hard, like a full attack? Uh, yeah, roll to hit. What's your AC? Correct. Well, actually, um, don't 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 necessarily say it. Just know it. Okay. Uh, I got a 16. That misses. How do you deflect her? Punch I don't. Or, I just like it. my armor just absorbs it. Okay, Freya, you you go to punch. And maybe you forgot those sparring sessions with your with your quartermaster there in the barracks. Um, but as you land a punch square on Tharden's shoulder between his armor and his muscle-bound shoulder just because he's a dwarf, you don't budge him and you don't hurt him. Look, uh, my language has obviously offended you. I'm sorry. I'm going to say a few curse words in Dwarvish as I... Is that punch lands? Oh, you know the mother language. <laughs> I, uh, 
I'll go over and um, grab the the Aragon. I'll go to the bar. I guess. Are there any other dwarves in the establishment? No, Neverwinter, as you've become very aware, it's kind of xenophobic whenever it comes to other races. Yeah. That, you know, they're they're pretty tolerant of elves, humanoids, but something as short, stubby, hairy, smelly as a dwarf. Not exactly super accepted in the city, so no, no other dwarves. I gotcha. Um, then I'll go up to the uh, bar keep. I say here, this is for the uh, just a donation for the cook. Uh, really, really good. Um, but they tend to make dwarves really, really sick. So here you go. Not dwarves worth their weight. <laughs> oh, um, I don't know what this is, but I'll see I'm, if they I'm sure want you it. Cook will. Thank, thank you. Thank. Okay. Any, any. Takes it and and hands it to a to a, to a waiter and says, "Get this, get just get this back to the kitchen. See what they can do with it." A gift from the missing pieces. I'm gonna tip my my my, my head at him. Thank you. Now nah, I go back to the table. But anyway, back to business. So you're just going to tag along with us to Helm's Hold and... I mean, we can't stop you from going down the road, but don't think you're a part of the party. I'm not trying to join your party. Think of this as a uh, a tryout. For who? For me. I need adventurers. Wait, so are we trying out to be your adventurers, or are you trying out to join... No, I am not interested in joining an adventuring party. I'm not trying out for anything. But right. I prefer. So, got a job. Are you guys but ready I prefer... to go? Some, I've got a horse now. We can go ahead. I'm and just get gonna on the like road. get up and walk out. Yeah, I think you only got like another 45 minutes, 30 minutes left on that. Yeah. I mean, we're talking probably like fifty thousand gold each. But oh no, that okay. that okay. <laughs> that. Uh... <laughs> That certainly piques your interest, I'm sure, Lennox. I feel like you're full of shit, but I'm listening. Well, that's it. It's a tryout for that job. Oh, we... I tag her alone. See what you're worth. This is a job anyway. If I like what it. I see, and if he likes it, then great. I'll tell you about the job. All right. Well, that's what uh... you get. You, uh, you I'm just earned. gonna put this out there so we are all on the same page. I don't think I like you. I I just met you, darling, but um... <laughs> I'm gonna aim for the face. <laughs> Alright, roll to hit. Natural 20. <laughs> nice. Oh! I love when the dice speak. Alright, give me some okay. damage. And obviously double your uh, your roll. And that is 14 points of bludgeoning damage to his nose. Nice. You, in a, in a flash, with the darling, that sent her over the edge. You've been playing with her, it seems. But this time, you just went too far. She hits you with a right cross that's laser fast. And before you even realize you've been hit, 
your your vision goes white and you feel the blood start pooling up in your nose and start like oh gosh what a hit mm, that was a good one mm. that's exactly what i'm looking for <laughs> can i hit him again <laughs> yeah yeah roll to hit <laughs> Yeah, he he uh Fior looks at Lennox and he says, You ready to go? Seventeen to hit. That ties. I oh, just gosh. need you to know. Yeah, it hits. The horse go isn't ahead. going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um that is another seven points of bludgeoning damage, and I am just going to immediately turn and walk away. Alright. This one this one is a backhand. You just hit him with the with with the right cross, bow, and then he. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, trying to play it off as the inflection I got from you, Greg. Yeah. All right, and and as you bring your right hand down from the punch, you load it back up and backhand him across the face. Continuing with that motion, you pick up your pack, strap it up, and start walking out. I don't even move this time. Take the hit. Doubt even okay. budging. Hey. Well, um, I don't know what just happened there. I just, hey, are you interested in making more gold than anybody's ever seen in your life? And then you just hit me, but okay. Well, with that, are we ready to go? <clears throat> yeah, I guess. He's like already on the side of the end. go get the part and the horses? Okay. I'll follow you. I'll go with you, Lennox. I'm going to walk out and un, uh, untangle Cisco's uh, reins and leading with me with Fior headed towards the uh, get our cart that I'm sure we had stabled up somewhere when we got back to town. <laughs> All the way at the barracks, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, and uh, there, no one's riding this horse except for maybe Tharden. <laughs> no, I'm like, they, I, they're not interested, so I'm not interested. Oh, no, no, no. We invited you to come. No, y'all did not. <laughs> that was my understanding. It was implied. I did not catch the implication. Well, if he... if. I look back and I see that Tharden isn't following us. I'll go back in. Okay. Uh, I'll say, are you coming or not? Mm. Well. Blood running down your face. Mm. She does pack a punch. Yeah, just treat her like you would anybody else. This is exactly how I treat everyone else. Well, then treat her better than you treat everyone else. <laughs> I'm being hospitable. Well, if you really like her and you like how she fights, then you're going to have to do a little better. I took a very expensive course that said, you know, call people nice names. Well, Indirect. Whatever you learned in that uh, course, just how to win friends it. and influence people. Say, uh, oh, gosh, he's Ty Lopez. It was a prominent businessman named, like, Tony Robbins or something. I hate him so much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is the same way that the party treated Sam Regal's uh, Q 
character in, in cr- Critical Role Season 1. See, I've gotten to hear Tharden's whole backstory. I was like, oh, cool, this will be fun. No, I hate him. <laughs> i got to be married to you, man. Well, I'm still interested. Well, so are we. In our own way, I promise. Then I'll follow. Please do. I reach out my hand. Well, you know who I am, but I reach out my hand and say, "Let's pretend like we're meeting for the first time." My name's Hi. Tho. I'm Tharden. Tharden, I'm excited about working with you. The the possibilities are endless, son. Absolutely. Now come on. And then I walk out the door with. Him. <coughs> Ninny, are you following? Yes. Okay. You are very adept at packing up and moving around quickly. Quick question. Yes. When was my, uh, when was my, there was, um, that new outfit I had. When was that supposed to be made? She said it would be a day or two. Okay. Now, you guys are certainly going to be passing the Dusty Thimble on your way to, well, should y'all choose to cut through the Protector's Enclave, that's the fastest way to get to the cart that's been stored up at the barracks. Um, You can certainly swing by and see how it's going. Um... And I don't want to derail this too much. It's not that important. I mean, where my vomit clothes as a go reminder. Go get your stuff, dog. Go get your stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just wear my wear my vomit clothes as a reminder to Fjord to uh, <laughs> watch it to check himself. Wait, is that vomit on your clothes? <laughs> I was just Only really nice to you. <laughs> Look, you are a legitimate self-respect. You need to look the part. Alright, we can go check on the clothes, I guess. Alright. So, the party, uh, a, a semi-normal bugbear, a crypto-loving dwarf. Douchebag. <laughs> um, I haven't even introduced my blockchain idea yet, okay? That's... <laughs> I'm going to murder Tharden in his sleep and make you come up with a new character. Uh, a half-elf with stone hands and a, and, a, and a miniature pony. A normal human female, just really tall, and a red dainty tiefling. <laughs> Begin making their and way. And apparently, through... two seventeen-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, th- two minors. Two of the minors making their okay, way. I can through work the around city. labor laws. <laughs> That's in my original backstory, by the way. <clears throat> DM, I will say, just side note, as you know, headed towards the the cart to get ready to leave, Linux yes. would have stopped along the way to get like a bushel of apples for his his new companion. <laughs> Okay, uh, I mean you're you're in the 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 Black Lake district, so there's there's you know stuff everywhere, yeah. um, carts. So you can certainly pass by and a bushel of apples, but eh, you know, three copper, nothing crazy. Alrighty. 
And as you feed them... Uh, well, not all at once. This is going to be like a, you know, bonding. Sure. Do you, do you give him one? I give him one, yeah. What's his name? Cisco. Cisco. Uh, Cisco loves the apple. Gives you uh, uh, an affirming... Should I go in here? As he, as he finishes it. As you all... Oh, go ahead. I should give him a pet and just keep on going. All right. As you guys make your way on to uh, the Protector's Enclave, the bridge leading over into that high-dollar, uh, affluent area of the city, the two guards at the gate see you yeah, see this yeah, ragtag yeah. bunch coming. I just rest my hand up and sit down. And you just <laughs> sit down at the bridge? Yeah. Okay. All right. Tharden, you you see this. Freya, you see Fior stopping. And the guards, oh, you guys have a cat now. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Oh, you guys have a cat what? now. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Uh, if if you're talking, Kristen, I can't hear Oops, you. Sorry. It was okay. me because the dog was barking. Yeah, we've had a cat since last summer. He just Wait, lives outside. We have a cat? <laughs> Surprise. No, um... Freya, you you see Fior resigning to his fate of not going into the Protector's Enclave, and as he sits down, the I'll uh, stay here with Fior, but I'm not gonna sound so like disappointed about it. <laughs> okay. well, you don't have to do that. I'm in a particularly good mood today. Doesn't bother. No, me it's okay. That means I don't have to go with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's he'll he'll grow on us. I'm sure. Like a fungus. <clears throat> no, but, hey, sometimes funguses can be really useful. Well, hold on, but I do need someone to come steer the cart. Like I'm, I, I've got my own ride now, guys. I can't. <laughs> I, I think I can handle it. And I look at the guards. Say, can, can we, can we do this? Can we need to get a cart? He's our, he's our driver. Guard. Looks down his nose through his helm at you. He looks at his cohort, looks back at you. You're gonna have to pay the toll. Yeah, well, what's that? I'll let you decide. Make it good. He is a security threat, after all. You're going to hear under his, under Freya's breath, is everyone a douchebag today? Hey, hey, hey. It's fine. You guys go check on Miss Nini's new dress. I'll be here. The cart's in there too, though, isn't it? Yeah, the cart's on the other side of the Protector's Enclave uh, at the barracks by the Never Death Graveyard. So, you know, you guys could certainly double back Pick Freya up so she can get y'all into the barracks the long way. That's that's fine. It's not the only way to get there. It's just the fastest. How about uh? How about one gold? Huh. We could lose our post for that. Wouldn't be a bad thing. Look, don't you know who we are? Did you not hear of the tournament? I don't fucking care what tournament you were in. 
A bugbear's not getting into the enclave without paying heavily. What I'm saying is, friend, you're going to lose a lot more than your job if you don't let him through. Roll an intimidation check. God, come on, man. 13. You see as he kneels down a good six, seven inches to look you dead in the eye. And what are you going to do about it, little elf? I'm going to put my hand up on his shoulder. Okay. You just lay it on a heavy set of of a plate mail. And as I do, I'm going to bamf out my blade to where it's like just coming behind his neck. Okay. Maybe just a little turn, and that could have gone a much different way for you, bud. Let us through this time. Five gold, and we'll let you go. He's not exactly scared by you, and you notice his companion guard, his partner has his hand firmly grasping the hilt of his sword. Fine. Five gold it is. Now, was that that hard? And he holds his hand out. I hand him five gold. Okay. Want to make sure and count and make sure it's real. Guys, come on. Let's go. And I'm going to stand and, and let them pass first. You see Tharden pull out a clipboard and write something on it and shake his head in disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, he's going to die very, very quickly on the road. Can I try to trip them as we walk by? Uh Uh-oh, we might have lost him. Did we lose him? Yep. Uh Yeah, we lost him. He's just frozen in eternal glee. Well, <laughs> of all people to lose. Yeah. Um, sorry for the disruption, folks. Um, I'm going to say I trip them. They fall into the river. It's wonderful. Frank gets a sense of relief <laughs> from all this tension. Conrad Rock Seeker will remember that. <laughs> That's basically what it is. I guess we could um, we could uh, plug our YouTube channel. You can go check out past vods. Yeah, uh, we got will... a discard. We got Discord that you can join. There's um, the YouTube link. You get to hear the sounds of our cat throwing things off the table. You heard my child. Yay. She's at my feet. There we go. I'm going to go ahead and roll two attacks just so (laughs) we have those numbers for tripping. Oh, we lost him. Well, that's going to be a a 22 for the first guy. And an 18 for the second guy. Just FYI. He said he lost internet, so I might need to save that for next time. Yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah. 
Yep. Um, and we're all messed up on our uh, backgrounds and everything. So I've got That's it okay. on. I've got it on the. I've got it on the uh, dad jokes. And Kristen, why don't you send us off? Uh, to pull a Ryan. Um, thanks for joining us at Dads and Dice. Come for the uh, dad jokes. Stay for the dice that my cat is throwing off the table. Um, we are not playing next week now that it is the new year. We're moving into our new schedule, which is where we'll play the first Tuesday and the third Thursday of every month. So we'll be on a week off a week. So we're not playing next week, but the following week we will be playing on Thursday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, feel free to catch up on YouTube. That's where we upload all of our videos on demand. Um, follow us on Instagram where I throw out some really stupid D&D memes that might make you laugh. We have a Discord. Um, and to quote Ryan, hug a dad. Your friend's dad, your dad, your dad's dad. Because dads need love and dads love you. I think I got that right. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for coming. Bye.